This episode is brought to you by Sunroom. The house can get crowded, and if you need somewhere for family or friends to stay during the holidays, the Sunroom is a pet-friendly rental in Paragol with a top-rated Airbnb Superhost rating. Beautiful scenery, overlooking a nice pond, peaceful, relaxing, much better than a hotel. Quality Voices is hiring now for daytime and nighttime shifts. They are a faith-based company that works on behalf of political endeavors and nonprofit organizations. You can fill out an application at 5510 Southwest Drive, Suite 4. They have great management, great family atmosphere, and a great environment. Quality Voices in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Welcome, everybody, to the Big Circle Podcast. I'm Derek Folliwell, joined by... Ivy Heron, Jr. We're glad to be here for our first episode. We're excited to see what's going to happen. And we're just going to be real. We're just going to be human. We're going to be ourselves. And uh, we hope you love that and learn from that. Uh, if you don't <laughs> love it and learn from it, you're yep. still invited to the table. It is what uh, it is. That's right. We're going to have a good time. Uh, you're also going to hear another voice. That other voice that you hear is going to be Shelton. Uh, Shelton. Hello. I am the editor of said Big Circle. I'm also joined by our PR gentleman, Mr. Austin. He's behind the camera right now. Uh, we will both be kind of tag teaming back here, throwing softballs to your two hosts about whatever topic it is that they're talking about on the day to day. Today, that topic is pursuing peace. So, Pastor, if you would tell us what pursuing peace is. Well, um, I had told Ivy what our topic was going to be like ferocious love and I thought to myself hey that's a great topic you can talk about love and I can talk about being ferocious it seemed like a good mix but now game changer let's go with it so the reason that I did that is because Ivy tends to overanalyze everything true (laughs) so uh, knowing that I didn't want him to be overly prepared uh, so I just wanted him to come and just talk and just be who he is and me, and me be who I am and talk about the difficulties that we may have in life, finding that peace and being who we want to be, who we're designed to be in the best version of ourselves. Now, strangely enough, uh, we're talking about pursuing peace with a guy that spent a good portion of his life probably not pursuing peace. Long time, about 12 years, doing right. everything but pursuing peace. Right. So. If you Google Ivy Heron Jr. <laughs> You're going to get a variety of different things. You're going to get a variety of different mugshots, arrests. You're also going to get a lot of positive things that's going to pop up first, more than likely, depends on the algorithm. But also what you're going to see is a lot of negative and a, a life that was once lived by me. But what's so cool about that is I don't even recognize that person anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, peace. I mean, if we look at our world, I mean, if we need anything, we need we need peace. And uh, I just feel like we're in a in an environment too many times where we've just trained people to hate. And I know that's a tough word, but hate, resent, um, be against. And I just try my best to reject those mentalities and thought processes and man I've, I've been in pursuit of peace for a while and i would love to tell you i've caught it and uh there's never a hiccup and and everything is is hunky-dory but uh the truth is pursuing peace is is a fight and if you don't have somebody in your corner and, and if you know if we're not here for each other 
And uh, we can talk about that. But if we're not here for each other, I mean, how are we ever going to find the person that we were truly meant to be? Well, Pastor, you always say this to me. That always catches my attention. We go to the gym every morning, 530 in the morning. said, I hear it a lot. He said every morning, but he kind of lied a little bit because on Thursday morning, which is leg day, I call in sometimes. We just want to be completely transparent. Go ahead. Absolutely. (laughs) Real and authentic. We make it about three to four times a week, but we're going to do better. So speaking of leg day, I completely got thrown off on the topic. So um, you always mention the fact that you haven't had a bad day since 2007. Right. I'm sure a lot of the – because I was so curious about that. You know, you got – you got sober, you did all these things, mm-hmm. but you really mean that every time you say it. I can feel it mm-hmm. from your spirit every mm-hmm. time you say that. Tell us what that's more about because I want to find that too. Man, um, I felt like a good portion of my life I, I was chasing something. And I guess we all are. I guess everybody's chasing something. Um, it's been different things from a good time to a dollar bill, to relationships, to acceptance. Um, I don't know. I was I was always chasing something. Yeah. And uh, titles, whatever you know, yeah. the corner office, the position, uh, the money, the house, you know, whatever. I, I was always in pursuit of something. And in two thousand seven, something just flipped in my life. I I made a decision that I was going to stop the chase. Like I was just going to live in the moment, like appreciate the moment that I've got, uh, the day that's in front of me, the people that are in my life, like even the ones that get on my nerves. (laughs) And yes, people do get on my nerves. I'm not, not human. Um, and sometimes I get on my own nerves. So sorry for our humanity. (laughs) It's part of it. But when I got to that point, you know, and I really I really built a relationship with Christ, um, I, I stopped having bad days. Yeah. And one day, somebody at work said, you know, you had a bad day or do you ever have a bad day? And I got to thinking to myself, man, it's been a long time. Yeah. And then when I trace back the genesis of when did that start and stop, 2007. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm blessed. I was driving down the road to Memphis the other day to take a friend of mine, Derek Tudlow, to the airport, and the transmission went out. And it was just, it's not a deal. We get it fixed. You know, it's just like those things don't matter. I just want to live a peaceful life and be be happy. So that's where that come from. I remember you calling me, and I thought to myself, you said, hey, I'm going to need you to scan my car, see what's going on with it. You're just completely fine. (laughs) I was ready to. If that was me, I was. I was at a point where I would have been livid. Now right. I've, I've I've walked this walk for about three three and a half years now. Right. So it's a different. You told me you always told me it was going to be. Oh, it took you about ten years. Right. Give us some practical steps on what it took to get there because I need them. Yeah. So oftentimes when when I don't know Ivy, how long we've we been hanging out. Probably about a good two and a half years. Two and a half years. Probably pretty hard for probably the last year or so, I guess, since we've been going to the gym. We've been hanging out pretty hard. Uh, Spending some time together, time on the phone, going to the gym together. That's about the extent of it. Most of the time we're busy in the evenings or stuff going on. So we may go grab dinner every once in a while. But for the most part, I mean, we're not hanging out playing video games together. We're just busy, work, life, whatever the case may be. But we spend time communicating 
um, together. And that we feel like, you know, that communication is, is super important. Um, but, well, he would always ask me, he would say, I, I would present an idea or philosophy and he would say, he stop. He goes, you know, that's what Ivy does, you know? And he's like, middle breakdown. <laughs> he was like, you know, he's trying to figure it out or process that mentality. And he's like, you know, how long did it take you to get there? And I would always say like 10 years. I hate that answer. <laughs> I hate it to this day. Can't stand it because I'll ask at least three times a week. And right. it's still the same answer, 10 years. But we're right. going to work on it. I'm going to beat it. Right. So. And even now, I mean, I'm not done fighting the fight for peace because there's always something that comes up that, that, that can cause issue, conflict, um, and life isn't easy. Um, it takes work to have peace in your life. So um, I guess, you know, practical steps to peace. First is loving someone more than yourself. Hard. Um, putting their needs above yours. Hard. Um, understand that they are a part of your growth and healing. Yeah. Not everybody. We, we also assume these feelings that we almost feel like we can read everybody's mind too. Sometimes we almost feel like that when we communicate that we know what their emotions and their feelings are. I have a bad, bad habit of that. A lot of people do. So kind of, I understand what you're saying on that. I always say this, don't think what someone else is thinking. Because when you think what someone else is thinking, it's always negative. And typically, it is wrong. And when you get stuck into that thought process, I mean, I don't ever walk around and be like, well, Ivy thinks I'm the greatest guy ever. You know, if I think what Ivy thinks, more than likely, if I've got to that point, I'm thinking that you think something negative about me. Yeah, if you think what I'm thinking, you're either going to have a great day or an anxiety attack, one of the two, Pastor. So, <laughs> And speaking of that, it's important that you tell people what you're thinking because so many times we hide and hear me when I'm saying this so many times we hide behind our own feelings issues and we don't want to tell people what we're thinking because pride yep pride. how many times have you called me and said well I hate to say this but well, what day of the week? It's Sunday, probably at least four times this week. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, and it happens. A lot of times it happens that way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we walked in here today, and this is what I happen to have on. And you got on your Hug Life kitty shirt. It's beautiful. It's Which, beautiful. It doesn't matter. But, but the first thing you said was, man, I'm, you know, I'm underdressed. <laughs> And sarcastically, <laughs> I was excited to see him in the suit and then me in the three thug, thug life shirts. But but part of having yeah. peace is realizing that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. That's OK. Yeah. You know, and I, and I think we've got a whole group of people in our world that they are taking themselves way too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think there's another group of people that just don't care about nothing. Yeah. They just want to play video games or yeah. 
watch a hundred hours of Netflix or not saying there's anything wrong with playing (laughs) video games, but they're not investing the time into the relationships and the communication and the, and pursuing peace. Right. So, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's a pursuit. Um, I guess having true peace is having true trust. That one's a tough one too. Um, what did, I te- what did I tell you not too long ago? I said, I have the biggest struggle right now. And I said, I have all these people around me that love me so much, so much, including you. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, my mind's telling me not to trust you. And I'm going to tell you when I spoke those things out loud, how ignorant that sounded. Yeah. Once we actually start talking those things out, people act like vulnerability is such a terrible thing. It's going to take away the fact of you being a man or being who you are if you don't express what you're really going through. Right. That's the biggest crock of crap yeah. I think I've ever heard. When we're a- actually able to explain and feel our feelings and be able to talk through them with somebody that we do trust, mm-hmm. there's so much growth in it. Well, vulnerability leads to peace. Yeah. I mean, um, and when you have that trust, I mean, we, we had a conversation one day about losing your dad. You know, and I'll never forget, you know, what you said next. I said, you know, your dad's gone. And I, tears came up in your eyes, and you said, he was my best friend. Yeah. And, um, man, I don't know if you want to share what we did after that. But. Yeah, I do, actually. Um, speaking about being vulnerable, let's uh, let's do that. Um I had kept so many different things in my dad. My dad never got to see me make it to this point in my life. Um, and Pastor came and said, I'll never be your dad. You never. You told me you'd never be my dad, but you wanted to fill that void. And there was so much trust and comfort in that. Now, I didn't believe you necessarily at the time. <laughs> right. But as time went on, I felt that. So I was dwelling on the things that I could not control. I was dwelling on the things that did not matter anymore because there's nothing I can do to change the fact that at this current point in my life, he can't see what's happening. But that's okay because there's going to be a day I get to tell him all about it. Mm -hmm. But at this time, I can't. Mm -hmm. I got work to do. We all have work to do. So what we did, we got done eating, and he said, I'm going to take you somewhere. So I'm going to take you to the cemetery. I want you to say your final goodbyes. And I thought to myself, there's no better way than to do that, than to do exactly that. Because there was days, every single day, I felt like, even though I was growing as a person, mentally, physically, spiritually, I missed my dad, my best friend. I missed him because I hadn't let go. I I didn't want to let go. Every time I walk into Heron Tire, I see all kinds of reminders of my dad and the place that he built and and not just the place that he built but the people that he served and I always worried to myself am I gonna can I live up to that name and a good friend of mine Steve Garmouth a long time ago probably about a year and a half ago he passed away last year told me Ivy you never have to live in that shadow you create your own mm-hmm. so once we were able to go to the cemetery and I sat there and I cried and I cried and I cried I said, this is the last time I'm going to be coming to see you for a while because you're not here. Yeah. You're in a better place. I got to let go. I was able to let go of a lot today. Not to say that I have uh, completely figured that out Mm -hmm. 100%, but I know that 
about 95% of that, I was able to let go and keep moving forward in a positive way. He always told me that. He said, son, there's been a lot of things that's happened in your life, but I'm here to tell you that you can rise above all of that and you just got to keep moving forward. And he told me that life is what you make it. Mm -hmm. I never understood what that truly meant until after his passing. You know, you, we, we talked about how we were going to talk about ferocious love and, and I thought to myself, that was the one guy that I wanted to love so much but I never got the chance to. But I got a chance just the other day to say my final goodbye and be able to tell him, hey, can't see you right now. I can't talk to you. But I can tell you, I got work to do, and I'll see you around. Right. So that was very comforting. We got to come to the point where we learn how to grieve, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to learn how to uh, be able to express those feelings. We right. got to know when it's time to move forward. Guys, we're going to love... And we're gonna miss the people that are um, that are no longer with us. We're gonna miss those people, but the dash that they leave in our lives, in between that, in between that, um, the date that they were born to the day they die, that dash is what matters. What kind of legacy did they leave in your life? And I'll tell you, he made he made one heck of a legacy, but not for himself. It was for the people he served. For me now, um, I get to look back. Even though I can't say, hey, Dad, look, look, I get to see the example that he left for me, not to follow, but to create my own footsteps. You helped me with that, Pastor. You helped me learn to see it from a different angle. Sharp Custom Hauling. They serve all of Northeast Arkansas and haul a variety of materials, chat, gravel, fill, sand, dirt, and more. Need your land cleared? Parking lot, building pad, dirt work, driveways, and bush hogging. We offer free estimates and competitive pricing, and financing is available as well. Sharp custom hauling. We can get her done. Leisure Comfort. At Leisure Comfort Heat and Air, we provide friendly heating and air conditioning repairs done right. We repair all major brands and give reliable options to get your system working properly. In the unfortunate event that your new equipment is necessary, we can make the installation seamless and easy. We install all major brands and with free estimates and flexible financing options, upgrading your HVAC system has never been easier. Whether you're looking for HVAC system repair, seasonal maintenance, new equipment, or general construction needs, our trained technicians will get you on the best path to enjoying a comfortable home environment. And, and the I'm truth thankful. is, there's going to be people in your life that you're just Ivy Heron Jr., the ungrateful squirt that inherited a tire shop. And they may be hitting thumbs down on the podcast right now. Yeah. Man, I can't... I can't live my life focused on what somebody th thinks about me before. I've got to be the best version that I can be now. Right. And then when we rip that Band-Aid off and we're just real and you're, we get into that trust plan and, you know, you go to the graveyard and I, let, I, I put you there and yep. I walked away. I let you do what you had to do. We let a, a few weeks go by or so and uh, I walked into your office at the tire shop. And I said, Ivy, whose office is this? What'd you say? Sorry, my I caught dad's. you drinking your coffee. No, my dad's. You said it's your dad's office. And what did I say? I said, no, it's not. It's yours. It's your office. Yep. So after that, we had to start getting some things out of the office. Cleaned up. 
We found some Christmas cookies from 1992. <laughs> if you gave them to Ivy Herring Sr., thank you. Yes. Uh, he never did eat them. Uh, <laughs> we even found It's a Boy Cigar back from 32 years ago. My dad didn't even smoke, but he got some cigars in there. But, yeah. You're never going to have peace holding on to something that is the past. That doesn't mean your dad didn't do a great thing for you and he didn't help help you financially and where you are today. And um, But the truth is he's gone, yep. you know, and, and I guess the reason I can relate to that story so well is because it's so similar to mine. You know, when I when I really wanted to fix myself, I wasn't supposed to get super emotional. I feel like I'm getting there. But anyway, um, when I really wanted to fix myself in 2007, the problem with that is that's six years removed from my dad passing away. And uh, I remember driving home one day and thinking, man, I just wished he knew yeah. that I was doing better. Yeah. You know, and uh, I remember my dad told me one time, I'll never forget this. He said, go do the right thing. Put your blinders on and uh, don't worry about everybody else. And that was good advice in the moment. Right. But now I don't need those blinders. Yeah. Because I can have people around me that are in chaos. It doesn't change my peace. You know, and I invite the chaos in yeah. because I want them to understand that you don't have to live your life that way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the past just is, is the past. A lot of people get the past mistaken. And, and what they do with this past, and it's, it's crazy how, how God works in so many different ways. We have such a similar story. I might have got caught every time. I might I might have done different things. Yeah, um, I didn't. Yeah, never got caught. I got caught for everything. It didn't matter if it was a speeding belt, speed speeding ticket, front page seat of the belt. paper. Yeah, seat belt, speeding ticket, whatever, front page. But that's besides the point. The we have so much in common, and and God puts people in your life to be able to share those experiences with, and I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm also thankful for my past, and a lot of people is going to have to get to the point too, and I know that sounds forceful. I didn't mean to make it sound forceful, but you're going to have to get to the point where your past no longer has a hold Mm -hmm. on you. Mm -hmm. Once you realize that your past is nothing more but a past, but a building block to your future, then you can move forward. I think so many people just can't have peace because they can't get past the past. Yeah. Hey, and I have days that I do that. Right. I, I, I step back and I think, man, if I wouldn't have done that, this is where I'd be now. But it's not about that. What do you do when you feel that way? Man, I'll either call you and I'll tell you that <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lay in a pity party about it for a little bit. Or I communicate and say, what do I need to do? What's right. my next step? Right. And, and I guess if you're going to have peace, what you have to understand is you're not going to have that by yourself. That's right. That's right. You need help. Yes. And our world is like, do it yourself. Be your biggest fan. Tells you not to trust anybody. Yeah. And it's just not, it's just not the truth. It's not real. And you know, and it's tough sometimes. I mean, even when we began a relationship, uh, I mean, you had me under investigation for 
<laughs> probably to about four months ago, you know? I mean, and, and that's just human nature. It's sad, uh, but yeah. I mean, and I'm just to the point in my life where I don't want to live my life with everybody under investigation. No. You can't have authentic relationships. You can't let people in. No. You can't be who you need to be. You can't have peace uh, when when you're analyzing and do you still have days though where I know you've been in this walk in life for a long time, but do you still have days where you catch yourself doing that? Doing what? Analyzing? Analyzing. Not meaning to, but you've been so far in this walk, but occasionally human nature will slip up. So I look at it this way. You know, if I look at your story, if I look at your story, okay. um, you know, you go back to, and I don't know how much you want to talk about your story, or I don't know how I'm much. Open. You, okay. I'm open. You know, but I go back and look at, um, you know, we work out at the gym now, and uh, you talk about your past when you were, you know, you were using steroids and, mm-hmm. and all those things. And uh, I guess the reason why I don't spend my life analyzing, because I see with just a few different changes in life, I could have done what anyone else is doing. Yeah. You know, the only reason I didn't do it is because I didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't know where to get it. I wasn't hanging around the gym guys that were doing steroids at the time. Right. If I would have been, I probably would have. I was hanging I, around a lot more than just steroid guys, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, and, and I don't want to, anyone to think less of me when I said that, but as you associate, so you become. Yeah. And, and, and if you're going to be peaceful you got and you're going to pursue peace, you're going to have to pursue peaceful people yeah. until you can deal with the chaos. Right. You know, when I decided one day, you know, I didn't want to be an alcoholic anymore because that's what I was. Yeah. I didn't want to be an alcoholic anymore. I quit going around anywhere where there was liquor for a while because yeah. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't handle it. Right. Um, now... It doesn't bother me. Yeah. But, I mean, I couldn't handle it at the moment or at that time. That's good that it doesn't bother you because, listen, I just went to Arizona for a sales conference meeting, and I walked in every place you go. There's liquor everywhere. I wasn't even a big drinker. I like pills and everything else you yeah. come up with. But it still bothers me. It makes me not physically angry at it, but I still have those thoughts. Right. Occasionally, like, oh, man. One ain't going to hurt, but yeah. I know what it'll take. It'll take everything. To well, all of th- our uh, beautiful YouTube listeners, um, the camera that we've been recording on just died. My beautiful, amazing, awesome wife has forgotten to charge it. So the logo is up. We apologize for the technical difficulty. And back to your reg- regularly scheduled program. All right. So life happens. Yes. We're still going to have peace. Absolutely. Um and we're not to talk about what we're talking about again. So for for us, you you were talking about alcohol. For me, I was talking about alcohol. Um, everybody's got a got a loaded gun, and yeah. that's just the truth. And if you put the wrong thing in it, you're you're done for. Yeah, it will blow your peace. Yeah. Um, for some people, that may be, you know, something they're watching. For someone yeah. else, it may be something they're doing. You got to have enough sense about yourself to know what will blow your own peace, what will destroy yeah. your yourself. Right. We have to understand that. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree. Um, on just there's so much pursuing peace. 
that's a that's a wide option. I mean, that's a that's a that's a that's a vast conversation. We've yeah. covered a little bit of it, yeah. but what more would you? I mean, like those practical steps we talked about. Like, I mean, what would be for pursuing peace for me? That's that's the small things in life. That's mm-hmm. the small things. Waking up at four, I say four fifty, but you know, I sleep and I snooze about an extra twenty <laughs> minutes to get to the gym at five thirty-five, even though I should be there at five thirty. The small things, uh, going to the gym. Reading the devotionals, I fall short in that probably right. about three times out of the weeks. Um, going to work, having a schedule. There's there's a lot of different things, and just the proper friendships and relationships in that. So, the truth is, um, in my pursuit of peace, I guess there was some things that I didn't put enough focus and effort on, and one of those things would be my wife. Okay. Um, if you got a spouse. Yes. And you put effort into them and into their peace, they put effort into yours. Right. And uh, I've been married 29 years, and I'd love to tell you I scored an A in all of it. But I haven't. And uh, I think there was a time in my life where I took off on the journey to be better. And... um, I didn't put the effort into my wife like I should have. Now, because I do, and because she's such a part of that journey, and um, she makes a difference for me, she doesn't feel like an afterthought, and she adds to me. And uh, oftentimes when I see people struggle, it's because they don't include their partner in in what's going on they become annoyed by someone that they were supposed to love yeah you know that sales conference i went to i went to it and i was like man this is this is good i know a lot of these tools already and thought to myself well i'm gonna go ahead and leave and I, i thought in the middle of that conversation while they were talking at this sales conference i noticed one thing that they did say that i needed to take note of your wife is your biggest supporter you cannot do this without her. She supports you. You're going to support her, and it just meshes together. Mm-hmm. I'd failed to realize that in some points in my life, mm-hmm. that some days that when she gets on my nerves or, or just the little things, what I'm actually doing mm-hmm. when really she just loves me. Right. And so, be thankful for that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, be thankful that you have somebody to spend your time and your life with. It's pretty awesome. What about the days, too? Because this is just for me. This, probably ain't for you some days i just don't want to pursue peace sometimes i just want to wake up and i just want to go after it now i'm being kind of sarcastic but at the same time i'm ready to go i'm ready to take care of business and i'm ready to handle it but in that it's tough yeah so i mean i don't really feel like that i don't really feel like that anymore um but there was days that i struggled um I guess that would be called like mood changes. You know, get up in the morning, you're in a bad mood, or you let things happen. Oh, put you happen? In a bad... <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't happen to me anymore. But yeah. there was a period of my life where um, it would. Um, Cindy said something at church. She said, uh, "You know, the bookend of the fruits of the spirit are love and self-control." 
And when I learned how to get those things, yeah. um, it really it really helped me out a whole lot. But yeah, I mean, there was days that I was just in conflict with anything. Yeah, you know, and you can make you can make something crazier than it than it really is. But I don't really yeah. go through those 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 differences as much anymore. But I mean, it it takes yeah. practice, man. Yeah. I'm not going to apologize for going through them, but I'm just going to tell you, no. I'm going to do better. <laughs> well, you are, no, you're not going to do better. You are doing better. And also, speaking of wives, I do got to give a shout out to my beautiful wife, Miss Megan Heron. Happy first anniversary. Way to go. You made it a whole year. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody in the town of Paracle is probably shocked. That never happened. Probably didn't give us two months, but we made it. Oh, we made it. Awesome. We're just getting started and we got a lifetime to go and I'm excited about it. Ain't that awesome? Ain't that awesome? So we hope, you know, we hope today we've gave you a few tips, a few things that would help um, and be beneficial. Uh, we're sorry that we had some some difficulties with the camera. Yeah. Uh, we're just getting started, and, and we're we'll going to get better at getting better. I mean, that's just what we're going to do. That's it. Uh, again, I'm Derek Followell, and uh, this is – I'm Ivy Heron, Jr. And we're so thankful to be a part of it. This is the Big Circle Podcast. For the big table. The Big Circle Podcast with a rectangle table. <laughs> right. But it's got room for you to come sit down. Hey, here's the truth. People are so sad about this rectangle table. We got people texting us trying to buy us a circle table. If you want to buy us a circle table, we'll we'll take it. We will take your circle table. We will take the blessings as they come. So, Uh, like us wherever you need to like us. Yeah, make make sure to like this page, share it. Uh, If you got if you got something good out of this and just want to share the positivity, or you just learned something good from it, make sure to share it. On, from our YouTube channel, we're also on Spotify, Apple. Just share share the good news. Share share this podcast. We'd be so thankful and we're so grateful that you tuned in just to listen to us just for a moment. So just give you, us a like, a thumbs up, and yes, a share. And if you can rate us, give us five stars. If you don't think we're five stars, don't rate us. Yeah, just don't even, yeah. Don't even worry about the one. <laughs> just give us the five. Until next time, this is the Big Circle Podcast. Derek Followell. Ivy Heron. He's Hug Life, and I'm... Pastor life. Peace <laughs> the Middle Later. East. Sharp Farms. Sharp Farms is family owned and locally grown beef. From our pasture to your table, we heard you need beef. We have what you're looking for whole, half, or a quarter cow. If that's more than you need, let us help you build a custom meat box that fits your budget. Call or email us for more information at sharpfarms2022 at gmail.com or call Miss B at 870-219-3497. J&M Trailer Sales and Service. J&M Trailer Sales and Service has a huge selection of trailers, trailer repair, and prices so low, it's stupid. Also, if you don't want to commit to buying a trailer or a piece of equipment, they rent it out as well. Trailers, car haulers, skid steers, and excavators. J&M Trailer Sales, located at 2510 South 2nd Avenue, Paragould, Arkansas.